Well, hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to The Ernest Man Show. Wherever you may be in this world. Just a quick message on how you can win a fabulous prize. After listening to an episode, simply go to my website, theearnestmanshow.com, and go to the Discuss comment section below the episode. Leave a comment. That's it. It's that simple. Within a week, if a winner is chosen, you possibly could be a winner of a fabulous prize. Okay, well, it's it's not a car or a boat, but then again, you don't have to pay any taxes on it. So, what are you waiting for? You've got a good chance, and you can say anything you like. So, that's my message. Now, let's go to the show. Episode number 63. Hurry, hurry, hurry. The Trump re-election insurrection media circus. Ladies and gentlemen, hurry, 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 step right up and witness the most mesmerizing and stupefying bread and circus performance of the 21st century. Did the incredulous, the narcissistic, the most vacuous president the United States has ever had, Donald J. Trump, knowingly incite violence January of 2021, attempting to overturn the election results for President of the United States in 2020. Come one and all, near and far, and witness the many wasted hours of absolutely stupid and ultimately meaningless debates and testimony designed to end with no clear verdict or real consequences to the former president whatsoever. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Step right up. Don't waste this opportunity of a lifetime to witness this 100% pure and unadulterated bullshit media circus which will never be seen again until the next circus comes to town. Hurry, hurry, hurry. <laughs> Hello, folks. Welcome to the Ernest Man Show. Thanks for tuning in. You know, I've been watching these testimonies for some time now. And I tell you, if that isn't a circus, I don't know what constitutes a circus. The only thing that hasn't been stated, which to me is pretty self-evident, is, um, yeah, it pretty much seems uh, as though he is uh, inciting uh, 
violence. And uh, this is uh, not coming, again, from a uh, partisan point of view. It's simply, well, it is what it is. And I don't know what else to say other than that. Of course, I am always open and wanting to hear what you have to say. There is yet another aspect of this that um, I noticed is never talked about. It's never brought up. And that has to do with the cost. Because for uh, something that I believe most folks would consider to be uh, pretty cut and dry, this is costing hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars, to cover this nonsense. And you pay for it. So once again, this is the kind of thing that is not discussed because, I mean, would you really want to out-of-pocket directly pay for this? Somehow I get the feeling you'd probably say no. I know I sure as hell wouldn't want to have to actually pay to watch this. Christ, I'd rather watch rerun, reruns of The Love Boat or something like that. I don't know. But it is what it is. And I fully realize that there are going to be other folks out there that maybe don't see it this way. But it, that is, it is what it is. But on the other hand... Maybe some good will come out of it. I don't know exactly what is expected to come out of it because as far as any real damage to Donald Trump, that's not going to happen. I mean, it's not like he's going to go to jail or anything. That is definitely not in the cards so, really, in real terms, what is this all about? Well, it is about show. It is, once again, about bread and circuses. Because that's what you're being given. This entire spectacle doesn't amount to a hill of beans. And I think also that there are a large number of people that totally realize this. They understand that it doesn't mean diddly squat. And in my opinion, that is the real problem here. It is yet another diversion, nothing more. But I could be very surprised by the outcome of this. And if I am, I will eat my hat 
and I will state that I was mistaken, but somehow I just don't see this happening. I mean, you can't get, as they say, you can't get blood out of a turnip. And um, he doesn't really have, to my knowledge, not facing all the other problems, legal problems and issues that he has, when everything is gone through the wash and rinse here, I mean, you can't attach anything to nothing. And the fact is, despite what other people may believe about Donald Trump, he, uh, he doesn't really have anything. Oh, um, of course he has his his possessions and and all all of that but um my understanding is that that can be liquidated fairly easily and um he's got some very serious tax problems and in addition to that he has legal problems concerning conflicts of interest when he was president and the businesses that he was involved in. So I believe if that, if that's the case and um, once he goes through the ringer legally on all of that, um, essentially he could be broke as unbelievable and Fantastic that may sound, I believe that is entirely possible, if not likely. And I don't know if people could really actually even wrap their head around that. I know he sure as hell wouldn't want to. I don't think he's even capable of that. But... Legally, as far as uh, spending any kind of uh, jail time or something along those lines, there is no way in hell that that's going to happen. You know it. I know that I certainly know it. So, I suppose the only thing good that can come out of this other than perhaps its entertainment value i mean there are a lot of people quite seriously that you know this has become uh, again it's all about reality tv and uh you know it's like a movie it's like make a big old you know bucket of popcorn or something or make your favorite meal or go out and get or order a pizza or something, and they sit and they watch this stuff. But um, I was watching it, but not, not riveted to my seat. I was also in the process of multitasking, you might say. But even after that, I, I did go over the key points. And uh, so far... I was very surprised 
um, something that that did get a lot of uh, mention in the media was the uh, the comments of Liz Cheney. That really surprised me. Um, she was um, intelligent, and she was rational. And she apparently, she wasn't, uh, what impressed me the most was that she apparently isn't um, too concerned about um, holding the party line and potentially alienating or pissing off her Republican colleagues. And the thing is, I... I uh, have come to know, and this is, again, this is this is something, this part, that I simply, I, I don't get this either, but the, the Republican Party has been very um, fractionalized as of late, and particularly since Trump. And you have those that are in the Trump camp, some out of devotion, many out of fear. Which makes me wonder, if it's out of fear, what the hell are they afraid of him for? I mean, what can he do to these people that um, could be so terrible? Now, I don't claim to know the inner workings of uh, the Capitol and all of these people, but um, it seems as though uh, you know one of the one of the toughest old dogs there on the hill, of course, is Mitch McConnell, and um, he's he's not intimidated. Uh, it appears, though, is that he's not intimidated by the, the Trump phenomenon. So, I don't know. Maybe, um, you know, of course, I'm like many of you out there in this respect. I am just speculating. But um, I, I, don't, I don't get the reason for that division. Especially... If you are, for instance, if you're touting yourself as the, you know, no-holds-barred law and order party, well, <clears throat> I certainly wouldn't want to tie my horse or its reins to Donald Trump. I'll put it to you that way. So, again, there certainly appears to be some kind of schism. And I don't understand it. Now, generally speaking, when I analyze something like this, oftentimes it seems that the situations are pretty cut and dry. But there is, for the life of me, there is something about him that for some reason... Like I said, it's either, I guess that it's either fear or devotion. 
but there's something that seems to uh, scare the hell out of a lot of uh, other members of the Republican Party. So, I, I don't know. I suppose part of this will hopefully come out in the wash. I think that um, there's going to be a, there's going to be a big backlash. I think there's going to be a lot of change. And uh, all of the all of this talk that I've heard, because of of course, uh, Trump endlessly, then he's going to he's going to hint around, and you know he he talks about running yet again. First of all, <clears throat> he was uh, he was impeached, and although the terms. Uh, or would not be, you know, consecutive. So I don't know if that is an issue either. Um, but I don't know, even if, even if he could be elected, can that actually happen again? And, uh, you know, especially in his situation, having previously been impeached, I don't know if there's some kind of, any kind of clause in this or not. Maybe there isn't, but um, I don't, I just, I don't see that happening. I think that um, certainly by the end of this year, for those of, uh, for those of you out there that are rooting for him, I believe that, you know, even he is going to see the writing on the wall that this just isn't going to happen. Now, I have no idea if that would be the outcome, if that is, in fact, the case. I have no idea who could realistically, who could um, decide to run. Because this man, he caused so much disruption which I think is putting it mildly, that uh, even, like I said, fellow Republicans, uh, I believe that um, if he is finally said and done with, they just really want to wash their hands of him and all association. And uh, that would mean all of his connections that he has, and apparently he has quite a few. So again, it is, um, it's a mystery. It is as, as much to me, it is as much, almost as much of a mystery as it is that uh, he was elected in the first place. Um, I was thinking something a, a bit more qualified, uh, a toaster or perhaps a blender comes to mind, but seriously, um, yeah, his, um, his entire persona 
the whole thing that is Trump, I just think it's it's some kind of spectacle that is literally it's 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 taken on a life of its own. It's a phenomenon that's taken on a life of its own. And in my many years of watching politics and being involved with this, all of this stuff, uh, again, I mean, even even for me, and I, I have, um, I have uh, correctly predicted about ninety five percent is my track record for every election, going way back. I remember, for instance, I was telling people going back to uh, the late 70s and we came up with the election for Reagan and uh, knew all these folks and they, and they just, they laughed. It was, it was just, they were that, you know, flippant and uh, they said, yeah, get out of here. And I said, I'm, I'm telling you, I think he's, I think he's going to win. And, um, we, we all know how that turned out <laughs> and not just once, but twice. Now, granted, uh, you know, in the case of uh, the competition, I mean, you know, Dukakis, come on, I mean, Christ, I'd, <laughs> that, that wasn't even, as far as that's concerned, it, that wasn't even remotely a fair fight. Christ, most people said they'd rather vote for their milkman or something. But even so, it was uh, two for two. And um, so, who knows? I mean, it appears as though, you know, in this, in this, election in this game it's even the best um, proponents and the best uh, predictors they're often wrong and so it's pretty much as far as I'm concerned a situation of never say never now, I right now though I cannot think of a viable Republican right now. I do believe that perhaps maybe this will change. Maybe after all these hearings and testimony is done, uh, that, uh, that field could change pretty quickly. And... <clears throat> That's just how this works. It's where the impossible is possible and where the <clears throat> very likely actually doesn't happen at all. Well, it's important to, to note um, it can be very difficult to separate what someone may feel about a given candidate, um, how that is interpreted or perceived, because these days, 
um, where you stand in the extremely partisan divide is as though if you uh, if you happen to very strongly disagree with uh, you know certain policy proposals given by a certain candidate, you know you you almost become Satan incarnate. You're uh, it's just it's crazy because. I would like to, um, I feel it's, you know, very important to stick to the issues. And another aspect of it is to look at their track record. And I believe that the, uh, if you look at their track record on, you know, what's commonly referred to as push button issues, um, that should be a pretty good indicator of uh, where the person stands. It's very simple in, in, in that respect. And, um, you know, we have, um, in the state of Oregon, we have a, a woman, for instance, who's interested in uh, running for the, the, you know, the governor's office. And for some reason, her name, of course, escapes me at the moment. But the point is, is that um, one of the issues, since we just recently have gone through a series of uh, multiple shootings, that she was quite pro-gun for a number of years. And then all of a sudden because this is the person who has licked their finger and are measuring the political winds. And all of a sudden, now she's not so much pro-gun. And she's actually becoming, or has become, very, um, well, not pro-gun, let's say. And the first thing that strikes me about this is um, if you're going to have somebody and they're that flippant in their ideas or even, let's say, their values, that doesn't seem very rock solid to me. In other words, just, just the fact when someone just being interested in getting elected is that... Um, willing to uh, change their uh, political course, let's say, that quickly. That doesn't bode well with me, and as a matter of fact, I don't, I don't believe it bodes wells, well with gener uh, voters in general. But, once again, we're just gonna, I guess we're just gonna find out where, where that goes. So, anyway, as far as this uh, Trump hearings circus is concerned, I've uh, spoken and said what I had to say. And overall, you know, when, when something is this simple and 
in at least in my opinion, it's this simple and it's cut and dry. Um, yeah, if he did anything when during the rioting and telling people finally, begrudgingly, finally telling people to go home and we love you and so forth, you know, uh, he's giving a very thinly veiled message. And uh, I, if anyone said, well, yet yeah, it was ambiguous, well, seems to me as though you can pretty much bet that it was certainly deliberately ambiguous. So I guess we're going to, at some point here, we're going to have a, another show that talks about this. And um, I'm absolutely more than open to hear uh, what you have to say. And um, I just think if one of the issues is that if anyone's looking for him to be to be convicted and to actually serve any jail time, well, they'd be barking up the wrong tree because, as far as I'm concerned, that just ain't going to happen. And as far as I'm concerned, that's the truth. I hope you had a good day, and I hope we all have a better day tomorrow. Take care.